Today I'm going to teach you the two most important prayers in Latin for the faithful departed, for the souls in purgatory. Just a few minutes ago, I finished a live show and I gave you five reasons to pray for the dead. Those five reasons, just as a bit of a review, or it's in the Old Testament. I went through the verses. It's, and by the way, this is the show. You can watch it. Just finished it a little bit ago. It's in the Old Testament. It's in the New Testament. It's in the church fathers praying for the dead. Praying for the dead benefits the actual souls in purgatory, and it benefits you. And I explain what that means and give you all the Bible verses. So I'd encourage you to check it out. That is um, five reasons why you should pray for the dead. Now, I just came back after a short break, and I promised that I would teach you the two most important prayers in Latin uh, for praying for the dead. And since it's November and we pray for the dead, well, we should pray for the dead every day, but especially in November, I thought it would be helpful to go through the two most basic Latin prayers. So if you like this video already, give it a thumbs up like it hit that share button go ahead and share it on facebook because i guarantee you youtube doesn't care about latin prayers for the dead and then while you're at it subscribe go ahead and join this community this channel is a community there's live chats there's pictures there's videos podcasts all kinds of stuff announcements webinar announcements and stuff so join what we're doing get free stuff all you got to do is hit the subscribe button, totally free. Hit the bell. That just gives you a notification on your phone or on your computer. Hey, Taylor Marshall just went live. He's talking about purgatory. You can either ignore it or you can click on it. And by the way, if you're on a phone, make sure your notifications for YouTube are on, not off. Otherwise, it does nothing. All right, well, let's jump into this. Uh, instead of praying the Our Father in Latin at the beginning like we normally do, we're just going to go straight into the Latin for praying for the dead. That's our goal today, and we'll keep our show a little bit shorter. So, right over here, I'm going to blow up and make bigger the words on the screen. And if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify or Audible, by the way, this show is syndicated on all those platforms. So, um, if you want to listen while you're working out or on the treadmill or in the car, taking your kids to school or to their sports, you can go to Spotify or Amazon Music or Audible or iTunes, or Stitcher, or wherever, and listen to all this content audio. Okay, the first prayer actually comes from a book in the Vulgate, which is not part of Scripture. You know, Catholics actually have an Apocrypha that is not canonical, but actually printed in some Bibles, and that those would be the books of 3rd and 4th Esdras. I'm not going to go into that. If you want to go deep into what is 1st Esdras, 2nd Esdras, 3rd Esdras, and 4th Esdras, and what it's all about, I've made an in-depth video on that, and it's available for all of my students at the New St. Thomas Institute. By the way, tomorrow, uh, it looks like we're closing down fall enrollment. So if you want to take online courses, for example, I have a whole course on the Old Testament. It's called Catholicism, the Old Testament. We show how Christ, Mary, and the church and the sacraments are in every single book of the Old Testament, prophecies and typology. There is a section in there on 1st, 2nd Esdras, 3rd Esdras, 4th Esdras. It's actually a pretty good 
video. I really like it. So if you want to watch that video and take the courses and earn a certificate in all kinds of things like liturgy, Latin Mass, Old Testament, New Testament, Thomas Aquinas, head over to newsaintthomas.com and sign up. Spots are limited and the uh, enrollment period ends tomorrow. So get over there and do it. Also, didn't mean to turn this into a commercial, but we have a whole course on how to pronounce Latin and all the Latin prayers that you need to know. Our Father, Hail Mary, Glory Be, Fatima Prayer, St. Michael Prayer, Salva Regina, and all the responses of the traditional Latin Mass. Also available if you sign up today as a student at NewStThomas.com. Okay, let's go over to this prayer. Requiem Eternum Dona Eis, Poro Eis, that's how you usually say it, singular is Ae, Domine. I'm right here, guys, right there. Okay, Requiem Eternum Dona Ei or Eis, Poro, Domine. Et Lux Perpetua Luciat Ei, or Eis, Poro. And then Requiescat in Pace, Amen, or if it's Poro, the ending is Requiescant, N-T, A-N-T. The, the reason is a singular ends in an A-T on the verbs, and in the plural, it's a third plural, A-N-T, in pace. So what you're saying here is requiem means rest. Aeternum, you can see the A-E are put together. In classical Latin, that's going to be more of an I sound. In ecclesiastical church Latin, that's going to be more of an A sound, like an A-Y. Again, I explain all this in NewStThomas.com if you want to get into the Latin and how to pronounce and understand this kind of stuff. So we got requiem, rest. Aeternum means eternal. Dona means give or grant. For example, if I donate my clothes to a charity, I am giving my clothes to the charity. If I donate $100 to the nuns, I give $100. So here you see the word dona, and that means to give or grant. Ae and aes, this is to him or to her or to them. All right. So if you're going to say this about your grandfather, you would say requiem aeternum dona ae domine. Now, one of the things that people new to Latin do is they they like to run vowels together. And unless it's a diphthong, like the A-E right there, that you run together. But every other vowel you are going to pronounce. So when you see A-E, that is the E-I, you're going to say A-E. You're not going to say I. And when you see E-I-S, you're going to say A-E-S. You're going to say the vowels. And then the last word is Domine. That's evocative, O oh Lord. Um, so for example, um, domination, right? That means to lord over. So we literally have here rest eternal, donate to him, O Lord. Rest eternal, grant unto them, O Lord. The next one is et lux perpetua luciat ae. Et means and. Lux means light. That's kind of an obvious one, right? Perpetua means perpetual, not ending. 
Lucci out here, that E-A-T, that has the idea of to illuminate, to enlighten, but it's sort of let it happen, like a subjunctive. So you have, you're going to translate this as let light perpetual shine, illuminate, A-E, to him, to her, or for the plural, A-E's, to them. Okay? And then the last part is where we get R-I-P. You always see R.I.P. in movies and on tombstones and cartoons. It literally comes from the Latin, requiescat in pace. Requiescat in pace, which means, may they rest in peace. If it's more than one person, you're praying it for all the souls in purgatory, or maybe just your family's souls, you would say, requiescant, N-T. If it's just one person, just the at, requiescat, in pace. Pace means peace. Pax. This is the uh, uh, ablative. So it's in pace. Amen. So that's the first one. The VRV, that's a verse response verse. Okay, so. You're saying, rest eternal grant to them, O Lord, and let light perpetual shine upon them. May they rest in peace. Now, the next one is the one that you add to praying the divine office and also you add to your meal prayers. So when you when you pray your meals, um, bless us, O Lord, and bless us, O Lord, in these thy gifts which we are about to receive from thy bounty through Christ our Lord. At the end of your meal, you're supposed to say something like, we give thanks to the Almighty God for these and all thy benefits, to live us and reign world without end. Amen. And then you say, and may the souls of faithful depart through the mercy of God rest in peace. That's the traditional Catholic way of doing it. I like to do the Latin as a song because it helps teach my children. All eight of my children know the prayer for the meal because we chant it. Do you want to hear me chant it? Um, I go through how to chant it and the meaning and the translation, all that at newsaintthomas.com in our Latin Mass Curriculum Certificate Program. But here's how it says. Hopefully I won't botch it because I'm alive right now. So first of all, I say, Benedicite. That means let us bless. And everybody says, Benedicite. And I say, Benedict Domine, nos ad hec tua dona, quede tua lagetari summa sumturi. Pe Christum Dominum Nostrum. Amen. That right there, chanted was, Bless us, O Lord, in these thy gifts, which we are about to receive from thy bounty through Christ our Lord. Amen. Really awesome with kids. Really awesome with kids. You need to learn that. If you want to learn it, NewStThomas.com. Sign up. Even if you just sign up for one month of tuition, you're going to get all that. It's great. So this is the prayer at the end. Fideli manami permitzi in quorum de requies cantum pace. Amen. All right. And it is translated. We'll just go through it word by word. Fidelium. Faithful. Faithful. Literally of the faithful. Genitive. Plural. Fidelium. And then the next word is anime. This is plural. This means the souls. The animation of the body. That's animation. The soulment. So the souls of the faithful. Now in English, we usually translate it, may the souls of the faithful departed. The word departed isn't in the Latin, so I didn't put it here. 
But when I say the English, I think I do say it that way. May the souls of the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. But technically in the Latin, it doesn't have the word departed. Somebody threw that in there. I don't know who. So the original Latin is the faithful, or the, sorry, the souls of the faithful per, per means through. Misericordium means mercy. Literally, misery and cordium. Cordium comes from core, meaning the heart. The word mercy in, in Latin is like miserable heartedness. Someone will probably correct me on that, but you can see the point just by looking at the term. All right. Per misericordium dei of God. That I end, and you don't say day, you say dei. There are two syllables there, day e, not day, day e. Of God. So that I ending is a genitive meaning possession of God, the mercy belonging to God, of God. If it was misericordium day o, it would be mercy to God, but that's not what we say. It's day e, of God. And then we see what we already learned already, requiescant in pace. We learned that up, uh, yeah, here. Amen. So I'll say it again very slow. And you say it with me. All right, here we go. Fidelium anime per misericordium dei requiescat in pace. Amen. And by the way, amen is not. See, Baptists and Southerners say amen. Amen. But in Latin and in English, you say Amen. Like you're chanting and you say Amen. You don't say Amen. You say Amen. That's how you know the sophisticated trad Catholics amongst you. That's a little shibboleth. They say Amen. Fidelium anime permissoricordium dei requiescant in pace. Amen. May the souls of the faithful, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. So let's run down everything we learned today. So we'll go up here to the top for the first prayer. Requiem eternum, dona ei domine. Et lux, perpetua luciat ei. Requiescat in pace. Amen. All right, that's rest eternal grant to them, O Lord, and let light perpetual shine upon them. May they rest in peace. And then our second prayer here. Fidelium anime per misericordium dei requiescant in pace. Amen. There you go. You got it. You got it. Now, I'm going to, I realized in the show notes, I did not place this text. So I'm going to go ahead and copy and paste it. And as soon as I sign off, I'm going to paste it into the show notes so that you and everyone in the future who watches this video will have those printed out right there. Or right now, you can just do a screen capture and you'll have it there as well. So my challenge for you would be to just go over these a few more. And then to incorporate them into your daily prayer cycle. So maybe every evening you say, Fidelium anime per misericordium dei requiescat in pace. 
By the way, it's really cool when you're in church, like at a traditional Latin Mass, sometimes these prayers are said out loud. You can, you can say them and you understand them. You know them. It's fantastic. And you can also sing them, especially the Requiem Aeternum has settings to it, which are very beautiful and lovely. And if you sing, St. Augustine says, you pray twice. Okay. Again, if you want to learn a lot more Latin and you want to learn all the major Latin prayers, I would be happy to teach you. I have an online course called The Latin Mass in the Roman Rite. It will take you, if you really get into it and you want to complete it and earn a certificate, it'll take you three to six months, but you'll learn the entire Latin Mass, the theology of it line by line, the history of the Latin Mass, the Latin responses, the Latin prayers, the differences between the Latin Mass and the Novus Ordo, um, the history of the calendar, and what is a sequence, and what is a gradual, and all these things. I designed a whole online course. There's also eight other courses. You'll get all nine of them. But if you want to learn more like I'm doing today, go to newsaintthomas.com, and we're ending fall enrollment tomorrow. So you got to sign up newsaintthomas.com and you can join as a basic student, a premium student, or a gold student. Uh, go check it out. I'd love to have you in the New St. Thomas Institute. It's where I do all of my teaching, like my serious theological teaching. Yes, I do YouTube, but the real deal is New St. Thomas Institute. And uh, that's been going on for eight years. So check that out, newsaintthomas.com. We'd love to have you if there's spots available. And again, it closes tomorrow. Pray the rosary every day. And uh, yes, I also have instructions on how to pray the entire rosary in Latin. And um, read the Bible every day. Read the read the Vulgate, Latin Bible. That's kind of harder. Not even I do that. I mean, I consult the Latin Vulgate, but I don't. When I read the Bible in the morning, I read Dewey Rames. I don't read the Latin Vulgate. Maybe I should. Maybe that should be my goal for the next year. All right. Well, let's close with, uh, let's pray a Hail Mary in Latin, and we'll close. Oremos, nomine Patris, et Fidei, et Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc eretor mortis nostre, Amen. Nomine Patris, et Fidei, et Spiritus Sancti, Amen. All right, friends. Thanks so much for watching. Uh, I just saw a comment about how much is New St. Thomas Institute. There's three different tuition levels for three different needs, three different situations. It's all broken down really simple and easy. If you just go to NewStThomas.com, look at the three different um, tuition breakdowns. And uh, no matter which one of the three you choose, you're going to get access to the whole Latin course and the Latin Mass and all of that. So. It doesn't, if you want to go the, the least expensive tuition route, you'll get that. But there are other benefits along the way. So I'd encourage you, I don't want to do a whole spiel um, about New St. Thomas Institute right now. I would just encourage you to go to NewStThomas.com and uh, just spend a minute or two and it'll be pretty clear. All right, remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless and Godspeed.